Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can now. Well, listen, I think we got ourselves an episode then. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again. Late night X for you. <clears throat> Minus one. We're missing Stacy tonight. She ghosted on us. So uh, we're going to piece this together in a non-creepy way the best that we can. Since the late night X is a relationship and sex show. And so we like to have a female presence usually. Um, so we'll mix in a few other things and then also uh, get to some of the stuff from a guy's perspective and also from a human perspective. I mean, we're smart enough to think outside of uh, those male raging dog hormones, et cetera. But um, yeah, man. So so what's going on, Tom? Not much, man. Just chilling, uh, recovering after the holidays. You know how it goes, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Lots of high calorie foods. Lots of uh, sugary desserts and typically lots of alcohol. So, you know, you got to you got to kind of um, detox a little bit, which we talked about. But um, I'm actually drinking a beer right now that I brewed. It's tasting pretty good. It's called Sunday, Monday, Hoppy Haze. It's a hoppy, hazy IPA. Um, but, yeah, let's get into these uh, topics. Yeah, it sucks, though, that that Stacy's not here. Um, we'll have to have her weigh in on some of these topics next time. But, um, you know, some, one thing speak, speaking of drinking, right. So I'm drinking this beer right now, but one, one thing I want to talk about was like, you know, during, during like sex, like being drunk or, you know, drinking alcohol, um, you know, going out to a bar, having a few drinks with your lady coming back to, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right. You just sound like you disappeared for a second. So I don't know, man. What what do you think about like drinking with sex? Because for me, I think it can definitely there's there's like a fine line, right? Like when you first meet somebody, you know, maybe yeah. you're kinda you're kinda nervous and you go out, have a couple drinks, loosen up a little bit. After a couple dates, you know, maybe you start putting the moves on. I think it makes it easier to to deal with because um, you know you, you're so. I don't care who you are, you know. You might you could be the most confident person in the world, but you know you're you're self conscious to a you know certain right. degree. And after you go out and you have a good time and have some laughs and you're vibing, everything's good. Have a couple drinks. It makes things a little bit easier, um, and it can be definitely be enjoyable. But then, you know, you got that, the old male nemesis, you know, yep. the old, the old whiskey dick. Yeah. <laughs> it will come. Hey, it's a real thing, man. And I've experienced it in, in uh, myself in many different forms, right? You know, and most, for me, most often is I just can't get off. Right. You know, you know it, I'm not even exaggerating and I'm not trying to like, say it to boost my ego but man i've been going for a while you know i'm talking like 30 minutes to an hour and it's like uh all right we just gotta stop because uh you know you're you're gonna be chafed she's sore she's ready to go to sleep you know it's over with you're done so you gotta kind of balance it you know you have to have the right amount um not not too much you know and maybe if you first meet not too little, 
So right. you got to kind of gauge it. You know, as an adult, I think you should be able to do that, right? Well, I think it's hard too. You know, when you meet someone on a first date, or you know, even if you're in a relationship, if you don't go out that often, to really understand where your liquor, where your liquor intake is at, like what can you take before you push yourself over the edge, right? Because you know, you go out on a date and you you have two drinks. Let's say you know your your lady or someone who you're with has two drinks. But then you go somewhere else and it's like, boom, they hammer. Then it's like, you know, there goes that, um, you know, without catching a charge. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Especially in this day and age, you got to be super careful about where you stay, where you lay your head at night because people wake up and they can make up all sorts of stuff. So, you know, um, it's weird. But, yeah, it does do that. It's twofold. You know, it either makes you go longer or you know, it, it, it just completely deflates, you know, your dick entirely, um, depending on how many drinks you have. And then, you know, having the right amount of drinks, like you were saying, could ease the tensions and ease the moment a little bit and take the edge off of, of it. Because, you know, when you meet somebody the first time, even if it's just uh, for something like Tinder, where you're just meeting someone just to have sex anyways, um, or to have some kind of physical connection, you know, you still... it icebreakers still need to exist um you know in general so i think that alcohol is one of those things that could do that and take off the edge of a date or a tinder hookup or a date hookup or even just being in a relationship you know and coming off a stressful day and uh you just trying to tune down and you know uh you have a drink or two with your lady and then things go on from there so what I, do you I think, think it, about those what what do you think about, like, have you heard of, you know, the, you know how, like, the, the far left likes to go, especially on, like, school campuses and college campuses, where they say, you know, if somebody has sex while they're intoxicated, they, they're not able to consent, so it's a rape no matter what. And, and do, like, do you remember going back and... What was it? When the fuck did Chappelle show come out, dude? Like what, two thousand and three or something like that? Yeah, like early two thousands, right? And and uh, we bring this up a lot, man. Dave Chappelle called it, dude, the home stenographer, or, and or when he was in the bedroom with the one chick, he had her sign the waiver, mm-hmm. like the the consent, because he was a black male, she was a white chick, and he's like, right. okay, hold on first, and he pulls out the clipboard with the <laughs> waiver, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it. but, like, it's so funny that. You know, he he came out with that as a comedy and it was funny at the time. But like, it's kind of like kind of need that now. Right. Because you can't you know, you take somebody out for a drink and then a lot of people get that. I call like buyer's remorse, you know, like because I don't know about you, but I've been out drinking. And, and, you know, it happened a lot more when I was younger and I wake up. I'm like, where the fuck? What the fuck happened last night? Yeah. You black out. And and, you know, I, I think. It can be scary for a woman, you know, if you if you go out and you're drinking and you black out and you wake up at some dude's house and like, obviously, you had sex with him and you're like, fuck, I didn't really want to do this. Right. You know, and then, you know, maybe maybe he slipped something to drink, you know, maybe maybe you had a little bit too much to drink and didn't manage your alcohol intake. But you got to be smart about that. Or maybe you didn't and you just drank too much and you were like really flirty and you wanted to fuck and. You know, and now that that's, you woke up, you realize that, damn, I didn't necessarily want to do that. And for some of these younger kids that are growing up, when they have those feelings of being fucked up, they want to blame and point the finger at other people and say, 
it's their fault because they should have known better. And it's like, well, you know, first off, let's find out if it's not rape or any of those types of things. If we can erase those motives, like, yeah, man, there was no rape here. Then you Mm -hmm. have to look at the moment for what it is. We've all been embarrassed. We've all done things that, you know, we don't want to admit to, you know, that have happened to us over the course of our lives. And for that situation, if you happen to lay with someone when you were like, oh, man, I didn't want to do this, then you got to own that, man, and not point the finger (laughs) at the person and be like, oh, it's their fault. Like, no, dude, like that's true. You know, if they put something in your drink, that's different. If they did something and held you there when or if you said no and they didn't stop, that's different. But if you just went and you just you were a shitty person that day, well, then you got to own your shittiness for a night and then try not to do those types of things again and put yourself in those situations. So, yeah, you have to expect, you have to, <coughs> excuse me, you have to, um, you know, accept some personal responsibility because I've certainly been there. You know, I, I think it's a little bit different for a man than a woman because, you know, men are typically, you know, thought to be like in power and stronger. And it's like, you know, it's easy for a man to um, overpower a woman, right? So, but I've been, I've been there, dude, where I was, I was at a party, we're hanging out, we're drinking shots of tequila. And then I woke up like at my ex-girlfriend's house and I was like, why am I here? I did not want to be here, you know? And it's just like, you're kind of like in, in, uh, what, uh, autopilot, you know? And it's like, you know what I saw, what I told myself was, I was like, I walk, I remember this clear as day she's like you have to leave because my mom's coming home and i'm like what yeah you know hung over i was like all right all right i'm out of here walking to my car and i get i get to my car and i'm like wait a minute let me look let me make sure i didn't hit nothing because i don't even remember driving there right i just walk up there look around my car and i'm like fuck dude i'm like i could have killed somebody you know and i was like i i remember that moment because i was like i can't i can't do this anymore i'm not you know, you're not young. I'm, I got lucky. I drove drunk a couple times, but we got we got to stop this. So I I took personal responsibility. I was like, if I'm going to be taking shots, gotta be smart about it. You know, you can't just be pounding them back, chasing chasing tequila with beer. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I more people need to do that. But it's it's I guess it's like uh, you know, it'd be nice to have a female's input. We don't have that right now, but. Um, It'd be nice to hear that part, you know, because that that's a little bit different. But hey, we can we can only speak on, you know, our behalf. Yeah, right? we can only you know we can only talk about you know from a guy's perspective. But again, what we were talking about is we have a pretty level-headed perspective. And for the people that listen to us, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Facebook.com/slash Late Night Cipher is where you can get all your memes and where you can get all the videos and the live videos that we do and uh, paintings and really good pages that we're connected to with other people. And it's a, it's a good place that we're trying to build up. And this is one of the portions that we're trying to build is a, we have a late night cipher where we talk about political issues, comedy, science, and everything underneath the sun, pop culture, everything. And then this is supposed to be more, Late night, relate late night X relationships, sex, diving in more into women and male perspectives and how they think when it comes to these types of things, and even beyond that, you know, gay and lesbian relationships, transgender people, every all that kind of stuff um, is welcome in this conversation. And uh, hopefully, we'll have call in soon, and we'll start to get a really good response from it. But this is only the second episode. 
that we've done uh, of the show. And so thank you guys again for tuning in. Now, Tank, I wanted to know when we were coming up with like what we wanted to talk about somewhat was what do you think about watching pornography? I don't even pornography is kind of old. It kind of sounds creepy, you know, like pornography. <laughs> what do you watch pornography? But I feel, <laughs> but I feel like if you say if you come out and you're just like porn, then you just look like a fiend, you know. So I guess uh, triple X rated videos, baby, um, with your partner. I mean, <laughs> that sounded even worse. That's even worse. Oh yeah, it definitely sounded way more creepier, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but no, um. What I mean, what do you think about that as far as in a relationship, watching that together with your partner? I think it's fun, you know, because you got to think about it. You know, if especially like for me and you who were who were married and they got divorced and then, you know, we we meet somebody else and, and get remarried. It's like, you know, you lived this entire life up until that point. Right. And, you know, you've watched a lot of different porn. Right. And then you want to like share things with your partner and you want to show them what you like. So I think it's, it's kind of cool to watch it with your partner. Cause you kind of, you can, you can have them sort of see what, what you're into, you know? Right. And then you can see what they're into. And then maybe, you know, if you're both like open-minded and down for that, you can kind of like look at what's going on there and incorporate it into you know, your sex life. Right. And and it's fun because, you know, you want to be able to be just open and honest with your partner. Right. You want right. to be able to do anything. You want to be able to walk around naked around them and all kinds of stuff. Like, so if you can also share the kind of porn you watch, like, well, you know, let's be honest, man. The, why do people watch porn? OK, look. You, now this is going to be real creepy. It's, <laughs> you know, it's to pleasure yourself. Right. Because there's no other reason to watch it. You're not going to like maybe when you're younger, you're looking at it for like ideas or you're about to like right. lose your virginity. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, my God. And but like at that after that point, like when you get towards, you know, being an adult, we're in our 30s now. Like the only reason to watch it is, you know, you're, you're trying to relieve some tension. Right. Right. You got you a stressful week and you're trying to relieve some tension and you look at what what turns you on, you know, and you get, you get the job done and move on. But, um, I, I think it's fun. And I think like you should watch what your partner likes and your partner should watch what you like and you, you should go back and you don't have to do it all the time, but it's, I think it's a kind of a cool thing. And I think it makes like, it makes you closer, uh, to your partner in a way. Cause you're sharing kind of like the most, um, intimate, things with each other you know that's that alone time that you only spend with yourself and now you're now you're sharing it with your partner yeah and i and and i think people are mostly afraid because they're like well where is this gonna go from here because that's what most people think about anyways in general like most people in general always think like oh, uh, where's this going to go from here? You know, like, oh, this is a gateway drug. This leads to this. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes what's there is what's there, you know? And I th- I look at it as a tool. Um, you know, pornography is kind of like a tool, like a tool to an end, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and people are like, well, what? I don't need to watch that. And it's like, that's great. You know, for if you that's someone that you don't like, you don't like watching it, then that's great. But I think it's an awesome tool and I think it's cool. You know, now 
people say, well, would you want your family members to be in it? And I'm like, dude, you could say what? that about anything, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's like, so it's like, why would you watch it? Like, that's someone else's family. You think they're proud of it? And I'm like, thinking to myself, maybe some of them are, you know, maybe ha- some of them have really successful careers and they were business minded about it. You know, I, one of the things is you only live this life one time, you know, and you don't know what comes after this. You don't know anything. You're just assuming. Everyone's just assuming where we come from and what we do. And we don't really know what's going on. And so we're out here pointing fingers at everyone else and, and making fun of everyone else. You know, if you want to have your boring ass missionary sex all day and not explore anything else, if that works for you and you and your old lady are both comfortable with that, that type of lifestyle, well, then, dude, good for you, Right. But nine times out of ten, usually one of those people is got some kind of stash somewhere anyway, uh, is out doing something, some wild shit, you know, um, because I think that we are animals in a sense and we suppress it living this modern lifestyle where you have to do this and do that for like this stuff that if the world got hit with something would mean nothing. You couldn't survive on it. You couldn't do anything for most of us, for a lot of us. Most of what we do, if we got hit on some World War II shit and we got fucking blown up like France did by Germany and shit and all that stuff, bro, we, uh-huh. what, would we, what would we fucking do? You know, what, what, what would we do, man? We'd be just stuck there. We'd just be sitting there. What would we do with our lives? But you know what? We don't live that life. We live a good life where we have choices where we could be ourselves somewhat. And you know what? Looking at people, pointing fingers and saying, hey, that's not that's not cool. I don't like that. That's nasty. You're an evil person. That's dark. That's this and that. And I, and I could look at something in your life and how you treat someone and say the same thing. So I think we're all at fault here. And I don't think that it hurts anybody for a couple to sit in their room and to fucking watch porn for a little bit and get it going. Now, listen, just like anything else, right? You know, everything in moderation, in a sense. It's kind of like, you know, if you're, if you're watching it every once in a while to have a little bit of fun, that's great. If, you're, if it's something that you're doing where every single time that you have sex, you have to have porn on, well, then, yeah, that's going to be kind of an issue, Right. It's kind of right, like right. it's like kind of like butt play. Right. If you, if you have a little butt play every once in a while, it's cool. But if you're doing it every time, it's probably not the way, bro. It's probably not the way. You know? Yeah. It's so, like, yeah, there could be there could be too much of it, you know. But and then you got to worry about like, you know, it might open up some insecurities. Right. Because like, let's let's talk about I went off maybe, on some Hitler shit. Dude. <laughs> you're talking about World War Two and shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens, man, when you get in that cipher and it keeps yeah. flowing. So so let's say like, you know, you you're you like maybe you just like um I don't know, let's say you like to watch MILF porn, right? And your woman likes to watch the porn where she's getting railed by, you know, a, a fucking mandingo with a giant dong, right? And Maybe that BBC, that BBC, right? So then, maybe what you know, she starts watching that with you, and then like, you know, she's like wants to watch it every time, you know, and vice versa. Maybe like you can't get off unless you're watching the the milf porn, you know, and it, it becomes too much. So like like you said, everything in moderation. Like you can't 
drink to blackout every day. You know, you you can't, you know, smoke uh, weed all the time until you're fucking pass out. Right. You have to do everything in moderation. So, you know, I think I think it could be a, a useful tool in the bedroom. Right. And every once in a while, throw it in there, maybe surprise, maybe, you know, uh, throw it on the TV, you know, when you walk in, set the mood, whatever. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, every every it, it can get out of hand. It can become, or, it can become right? an addiction. Or here's this, too. Right. Because, you know, we often think it just one sided on a lot of different things because of our life experiences. But, you know, there's different people out there. There's different experiences. And what if by you doing that, you both unlock something within yourselves and you, and you, and yeah, maybe you do every time, but maybe you go to conferences, maybe you make your own videos. Maybe, maybe you, you dabble into other things like threesomes and different things like that. And maybe both partners are comfortable with that. And it, it actually makes their relationship a hundred times better. Okay. Who are we you to know, judge? Who are we to judge? Right. Maybe I'm not comfortable with it. Maybe you're not comfortable with it, but maybe by them just starting off watching a little pornography or maybe because they did decide to have a, a sex toy or whatever, it opened up their whole relationship. Cause at the end of the day, right. Was cause what I was getting at before I got into the whole Hitler and world war two thing got <laughs> sidetracked is that you only live this life one time. And we're, we're in a, and we were even talking about this, dude, you're blessed, right. In the sense that your sperm made it, dude. You know, like you could peated with millions of sperm. You didn't wind up in a tissue or a garbage can. And, and somehow you survived to the point where you're able to reproduce and have sexual relations with people and do things. And so why hold yourself back in a life that you know that's not guaranteed beyond but, what's in front of you? Do you have ever, fun. Do you ever look at somebody, though, speaking of that, like, have you ever done it? Because I've definitely done this, dude, where I've looked at somebody – and, you know, we, we shouldn't judge people, but we all do, right? We're not Sure, perfect. we all do. And I look at I, – I have looked at somebody and just – they did something. And I'm just like, you might be one of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. And then <laughs> – then you're like, and you were the best out of the million. Yep. <laughs> you, were the, you were the strongest one. You were the strongest out one. Out of the fucking – you know what I mean? Like – Everyone's got whatever. Everyone's got their thing, you know. Maybe, maybe someone that you find is dumb is really good at something else. You know, they just got to find it. But, you know, when you when you were talking about that, it just fucking reminded me of that, dude. I think about that stuff sometimes, and maybe I'm an asshole, but hey, that's and that's, that's, that's me. No, you're not an <laughs> asshole, man. And we take it for granted too in this country. If you grew up in America, especially in the '80s and and above. You know, you didn't have to go through any real depressions or foods or strikes or this or anything that really stopped you from doing your everyday life of eating gushers and, and watching the Mets win the World Series in 85 and uh, what is it and uh, doing Skip It and uh, playing Nintendo and all that. You know, that was a good it was a good time for America. We didn't really have go through anything crazy. It was the end of those mega wars. You know, we went through Desert Storm and then after that. It was like every war we've been into, we've had limited casualties, limited, yes. limited. Yeah. So we've lived in a pretty cushy country. And do maybe there's women out there that their men don't pay them any mind. They can don't care about any of their sexual needs. They only care about their own sexual needs. 
the the way that the the culture and the tiers are set up is different and you live in a country where you could be yourself more than a lot of different places trust me this country has a lot of different problems but one of them is that you could say and do a lot of things without really getting crucified for it in a sense so it's like go out there and do what you want with your partner that makes you guys happy that's the most important thing because if if you're not happy, what does it all matter? So when you get you're 70 years old and you're married and you didn't get to travel the way you wanted, not because you didn't have the money, because everyone can live with that. Like, hey, I was broke. Like, what are you going to do? I would have loved to travel. You know, you, yeah. you, you could beat yourself up, but only so much. Right. But, you know, if you had the means to do it, but you didn't, you know, if you wanted to experience more things, but you didn't because you held yourself back. You know, if you if you wasted your sexual prime, I tell people all the time, it is a bitter ass thing. I know it is for people that have high sex drives. If you do not get the ass that you need, you will be bitter when you get older, because when you can't perform the way that you used to perform and you feel like you didn't get your fill. Now, someone say, oh, well, that's lust of the flesh. Like, hey, man, listen. It's not lust of the flesh when you're supposed to be with a partner that's supposed to understand these things, right? So mm-hmm. in a relationship, you have to foster these things. It's almost like there's guys that I know that don't – they won't do any foreplay with their women. It's weird. I don't know what that is, you know, and and how people kind of just stay in these relationships where they're just able to kind of push their sexual feelings aside and then just keep – thinking that they're happy, you know, and it's never, no one ever is. And, um, I think people really need to look at that. They really, really, really need to look at when you talk about pornography and toys and foreplay and, and all this type of stuff and how it interacts in your relationship, because you'd be surprised. A lot of that stuff will open up some things that don't, like you said, Tom, make you make each other so comfortable around each other that the sex will be better just naturally just because you feel way more comfortable there's people that have been married for 10 years and still aren't comfortable around each other sexually that's weird man you know that's so weird to me man you know what like who cares if if you know what if you're if you like uh we're gonna get outlandish here but if you're if you're a dude and you want your chick to put a strap on on and just rail you Whatever, man. If that's what gets you off, whatever happens behind closed doors in your relationship, that's between you guys. You know, maybe 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 you like to have a third person in every once in a while. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe maybe you got like some weird food fetish or something. Right. Right. As long as long as we're not talking like pedophilia, whatever happens is like up to you guys. You know, do it. Do whatever makes you happy behind closed doors. And if you want to share it, share it. If you don't want to share it. Don't. It's nobody's business, you know, but your own. Um, but yeah, P- far as foreplay, man, I don't get that, man. I, and I hear the same thing. I hear the same shit. Oh yeah, he doesn't like to do nothing, but you know, you have to because you're gonna you're gonna make your partner happy, and you're gonna get more sex if you provide the foreplay, right? I mean, it makes sense to me. Absolutely. So, you should definitely just do it, you know, bite the bullet, get it done, you know, whatever. If you don't like it, there must be a reason, right? Maybe, maybe there is a reason. Maybe there's a good reason. Maybe you don't like to go down to your chick because, you know, maybe things aren't so clean down there, whatever, you know, and the same thing could happen. 
with, with a, a woman going down on a man. You know, it's not, you know, it, it could be both ways. But you got to be able to speak up like, well, the reason why is this. And, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable. But I always tell everybody the truth is always the best thing, but it's not the easiest. But, you know, maybe maybe you tell her, you know, hey, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, smells a little bit down there, you know, or maybe yeah. she tells you that. And then maybe you get upset about it. Yeah. You get mad. You might get into a fight. But then maybe you like self-reflect the next day and you're like, all right. I'm going to treat my personal hygiene, you know, I'm going to bring it to the next level. Which is the whole point. Which is the whole point of being in a relationship is the other person is supposed to make you better than what they were without you. Because then what is the point of being in a relationship if someone is going to bring you down emotionally or physically or whatever? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys are supposed to get the best out of each other. That is the whole point of being in a relationship. You know, people forget that, especially once they have kids, because then it's all about the kids. And people that say that, you know, those are the people that they're they're part of the problem, bro. You know, because you can have kids and still be in love. You can have kids and still have sex and be in a healthy sexual relationship. You can have kids and still go out and live your life. You know, this again, going back to only given once one time, as far as we know, you know, go out and do what you want and, and be free uh, physically and sexually. And if you're with a partner that can't accept those types of things, then that is just one of the many things that will come up along the way that will stunt you guys from growing and taking those extra steps. Cause remember, these are people that at 75 years old, you guys are living together. This is it type of thing. No one else is around, you know, your best friends are dead. Your family's dead. Your kids are all over the country. And you want to be around someone that you know knows you and you know each other and and you know what each other like and and, and enjoy those days before you go. Because to me, I think about that stuff because if not, I've always looked at relationships like that. Kind of like, you know, if we're together, like I'm not looking at an end point, even though when Mm -hmm. you're a young kid, I even knew, you know, I'm – I'm not going to marry this person. You know, obviously no one marries someone that they went to high school with or some shit. You know what I mean? That's like old school 1950s stuff. Like you don't like people don't do that no more type of stuff. So, you know, I knew that, but each time you go through a step and you learn, and then you finally get to the point where you marry someone and it's like through thick and thin and all this other bullshit, like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> and 50% of the people that say that get divorced. And a lot of it is because people don't want to listen to people. People don't want to understand people. People don't want to get to really know people. If people were really just accepting and being like, you know, like, unless, again, doing some bad, weird kind of crazy stuff, like where it's hurting people, that's different, right? But I, don't, I think that we get with people for things that really don't matter long term, like looks uh, money, status, social status, uh, hobbies, different things like that. What that are that are additions to relationships building forward. But I need to know that if something breaks down, I have a person that is going to be there and support me, not beat me down even more, which is going to drive not mm-hmm. only myself but the relationship further down. And that happens to many men and women all across the country intentionally. And unintentionally. So, and it can happen in many facets of the relationship. 
and all leading to you feeling like, uh, and then that's when people get to the point where they're like, you know what? I'm just done because I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. And then some people will say I tried all the way to the grave, which is really sad. But then there's uh-huh. other people that are like, Hey man, like I need to live my life and this ain't, this shit ain't working. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, it ain't yeah. working. So, well, let's, uh, let's move to the next topic then, man. We're, we're talking about this controversial topic called penis size. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We already, we already touched a little bit on the, you know, maybe your wife likes the big mandingo, you know, right. maybe, she, maybe she wants the big, the big sausage. Uh, but Hey, let's, let's think about it, man. So I, I it's, it's going to be a hard topic for me and you to just sit here and talk about it. It's fucking weird. Like I, <laughs> we need a woman's fucking perspective here because the whole point I think is, do, do women really care about it? You know, do do they care about it? And then I think, well, in preparation I, I, for the show, I mean, we did speak to a couple different women because we weren't sure if Stacy was going to be able to make it with us tonight, just right. to kind of gauge an idea of what they think, you know, and, 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 you know, that doesn't mean, you know, the person. So that's why you'd rather hear from the person. But still, these people we would trust to be honest with their opinions and their assessments. And so, yeah, you know, I, I, it's penis size. It is what it is. Well, it's it's one of those things where there's there's a lot of like ends of the spectrum, right? Yep. You you can't you cannot be a guy. All right. So some. I, I'll, let me start by saying this. Right. Some women like a man with a big fucking dick, you know, and, and some mm-hmm. don't because it's uncomfortable, right? Just everyone's right. different, right? You know, not, you know, not everybody fits into somebody the same way, right? You can't use the same key on every door, okay? You know, it, th- there's different applications for different different jobs to be done here. Um, so I, I think what the real issue is, is when you talk about a guy with a small penis is it's, right. it's the, the micro penis, right? Is what, it, what, what was specifically said to us, the, the Vienna sausage size thing. Cause what hard, and, yeah, and, hard. Yeah. Fully. Hey, and we full, don't mean to make fun of anybody if they yeah. actually do have one, but we, yes, we do try to make fun of people too, because <laughs> To be honest with you, man, I'd be laughing at a lot of lot of shit, man. And you know what? People laugh at my life too. You know what I'm saying? For a lot of things that go on in my life. So we can all laugh at each other. Yeah. That's that's when and, I take this opportunity and, and to do the other my... thing the other thing too is <laughs> you can't you can't help it. It's not like it's not like, you know, oh man, look look at his look at his chest, man. That guy doesn't do any push ups, right? Like you you can change that. You could change your muscular stature you can right. work out you can lift weights you can eat right you can change if you're too fat you can get skinny if you're too skinny you can get bigger Th- those things you can change but man if there's one thing you're stuck with is penis size you're not changing a damn thing and we talked about this on our podcast a long time ago the guy who was what was he it was like a diamond a uh, salesman or whatever, like a jewelry store, and he got a penis enlargement surgery. The dude's a fucking billionaire. Yeah. And even then, right, because of the stigma, I guess, he wanted to go get he wanted to go get an enlarged penis. Well, he fucking died, okay? It, I, yeah. I don't think that's worth it, man. And 
But here's why, man. Here's why. Here's the reason why he did that. Because all the money that he has can't buy that experience when you're fucking slapping those cheeks and she's going crazy or her eyes are rolling or she's cursing or yelling into the blankets and shit. And you're getting in there, man. You you can't buy that. That's just you, you got to give it. And if you can't give it, you're not going to get it. Now, someone could fake it. And sometimes, again, every female is different. So some females, you got to put a lot of work in. And other females, you slip it in and it's like, whoa, they're ready to go. They're feeling everything. They're highly sensitive, both good and bad. And and a lot of it has to do with mood and a lot of it has to do with comfortability with the partner and a lot of it has to do with how they're feeling that day and a lot of it has to do with, like, you know, there's a lot of thing that goes on. Women are like super complex and when it comes to sex. And, and again, here's another complexity. Not all women feel that way. Some women can just go whenever they want to like guys, you know, right. there's those women too. So everyone is really complex and, and really, really different when it comes down to this type of stuff and their cravings and their wants, because sometimes you might look at a big girl and you might, and, or and not like a really big girl, but someone who's like a curvy big girl that, you know, you're like, okay. And you might be like, Oh man, she might need a real big penis to satisfy her, but maybe she doesn't because we just look at the outer parts, but inside is a completely different you know, thing that's going and, on. And, you and know? nowadays, maybe she's got a really big penis and you got to be the one to watch out, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and she ain't letting you know because she doesn't yeah. have to because society tells you that she doesn't have to let you know. You could just be like, I'm good, which is kind of scary, bro, because you know what? There's always been an unwritten rule for that kind of stuff, at least growing up. You know, where if you were uh, transgender or you were someone like that, you would let people know. And it was a fair thing. You know, you got to know someone a little bit and then you let them know. Now I'm hearing no one has to ever let anyone know anything. You're supposed to just find out? You're just supposed to find out. And when you do, then you make the call. And I'm like, bro, no, that's that's nonsense. But that's another topic for another day. But. Um, yeah, as far as penis size, man, you know, you have to hit average. That's really what it comes down to because a lot of women don't care all that much because you, you know, you can have a really big penis and I've heard this from women all, all the time. You can have a really big penis. It feels great. But if you're one of those women that actually likes to have sex and is not just being like, oh, I'm just, all right, I'm here. Okay. Well, then you have to put some, a little bit of work in too, because if I have a big penis and then I just. I get off fairly quickly and then my girl doesn't get off or if I'm not good at foreplay, so I don't warm them up well, then my big penis might make her feel like a little tight and uncomfortable. And if they're not feeling it, it doesn't matter how big you are. That's not what it's about. It's about her feeling good, feeling comfortable. That's what people forget. People think, and that's why guys, when they're younger, they get so caught up on the dick size because the guys watch more porn than anyone so that they get caught up on that shit. But they, they look at they look at it so much and it's like girls, yeah, they do care about it in a sense, because I think society on their end has also demanded that like you got something there. You you gotta get a man that has a little something there, you know, and but there's a limit, one, because most people, most women that I talked to that said that have had experience with dudes they've had really really big dicks and i'm talking about guys 10 plus inches 
you know, um, like that type of stuff where it, it doesn't really feel all that mm-hmm. good. And that's why those freak shows, they go into the carnivals. And shit. <laughs> they, they go, go into the, the corns. <laughs> they, they go... <laughs> You know, they go oh, into they man. go into porn and they do all this type of stuff because they're freaks in nature. Right, right. And then there's women and then there's women out there that can take those freaks in nature. Yeah, because they're freaks themselves. You know. And maybe they're maybe they're like in some small town somewhere in Indiana and uh, you know, and they're and they're having sex with boyfriends and different people and they just can't get satisfied and they think, yo, oh, maybe it's guys, maybe they try girls, they don't like girls. And then they realize, man, you know what? I just need bigger meat selections and you know i'm attractive and i can make a little bit money dancing anyways maybe i can get in and then they realize this is what i need i just needed more meats and now i'm getting paid for the meats (laughs) so why are we going to judge these people you know like we were talking about in the second topic we should yeah but we, we but guys shouldn't judge because not everyone's walking around with a 14 piece meat and honestly the 14 piece meat is only show yeah, because it's only for show. Just, you only look good for and show. And speaking of that, man, so the the one thing is like you can't control it, right? You you got what you got, and that's it. And you can thank your dad for that, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> I, you know, that's just how it goes, right? Um, or I don't know, does it come from your dad's side or your mom's side? That'd be an interesting thing uh, to look up. We should we should look on, look into that and talk about that in the future, but but. I'm not really I'm not really sure because it hasn't really it hasn't been an issue I think at all I think if any issue it's been when I was a younger person and you just don't know what to expect from females and what they've done Right but but as you grow up and and you've seen other people's stuff and then you've seen stuff on TV and then you talk to other girls who've seen your stuff and they're like, nah, like you're good. Like, yeah. And you're yeah. like, Oh, okay. You're like, like, because that's what's so awkward about guys and no one wants to talk about. It's like, how do guys know what to compare other than these porn star type of people? And these guys are freak shows. Like I said, carnival stories. Right. And so, you but, know, but then you, <laughs> you know, you got so, the people that you got, you got two kinds, right? You got, you got the showers and the growers. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So you got you got somebody that you know might not look much, but when you know when the time is is ready, the flags at full staff ready to go, and then and then yeah, it, man. you know you're like, damn, look at that thing. But then it stays the same size, you know, and it's like well, it didn't get much bigger. Now it doesn't look all that impressive, you know. So y- you got right. you got that too. So you got the showers, the growers. You know, you got the average, you got the micros, and you got the large man dingoes, and you got the carnival, the carnival freak, freak shows. shows, and then you gotta, you, I, I guess you gotta just find what fits, and you you might go through life, maybe you maybe like you're too big for some people, you know, and like people keep telling you that, or maybe you got to get embarrassed a little bit, maybe you can't, you maybe you're not measuring up to what somebody wants, you know, and that's that's hey, that's that's part of life. You know, you're not always going to hit, oh, absolutely. You're not always going to hit, um, you know, everything good all the time. You know, you, you're not going to hit everyone's marks. So you just got to find who's good for you. And if you guys respect each other, then it works out. And, you know, and here's one of the things too, like I've asked every person I've ever been with where that it hasn't been like, you know, one night stand or like one of those sleep in type things. Where I'm like, where do I rank amongst the meats? 
right? And I'm like, be honest with me. And I always wait till it's way later so you can feel real, really comfortable with your uh-huh. partner. And I and I was I wasn't always number one on the meets, bro. You know what I mean? I wasn't always number one, but I was always like top three, right? Right around that range in the meets, you know. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm right. I'm all right with that. Then I'm I'm okay. Like, and people, and again, to me, you have to be able to put in the work too, because if you're not putting in the work, it really doesn't matter. So I think it's really just a young guys thing. I really think it's just a young people's thing yeah, in general yeah, because there's all these social insecurities when it comes to it. Because I think at the end of the day, especially women, when they get into their sexual primes that everybody always talks about in their mid thirties around there is that they've tried a few meets by now and they've experienced that, you know what, just because he doesn't have the biggest meat doesn't mean it's going to work. And just because he has the smallest meat doesn't mean this. And just because, you know, they just want to know, can you fucking put some work in now? Right. You know, and, and as men, you need to be, if you're 35 years old, you need to be able to put some work in, dude. You know, and people say, like, you know, guy's sexual prime is a little bit lower. In my opinion, I don't think so. I think my sexual prime is, is still right here, man. You know, because you you learn so much. And I think that a lot of it does come down to social culture. And I think men, both men and women, the way it, are living a little bit younger than at an older as age comes on than previous generations where people tend to settle down and do this. And, you know, a couple hundred years, not even a couple hundred years ago, 200 years ago, you were just ready to die by the time you were mid thirties. But now we have this whole life where like, we're just discovering where we're getting into our sexualness as people. Now we're the test dummies for it because now when you're 50, you're not just the fucking dying grandpa on this on the wooden stoop, you know. Mm-hmm. You're fucking out and you're lifting weights and you're going to concerts and you're drinking and you're dressing new and your dick is hard, you know. And you and, and or or if you're a female, your your tits are popping and your ass is yeah, you may you may have some wrinkles, a couple divots here and there, you know, this and that, but you're looking good. You know, if you stand naked, pe- people are going to be like, "Wow, she looks good." Bro, you ready to go. You know what I mean? That's all you, you, like, you know, let's, let's, That's all you need. You know, it's like, that's all you need. And, you know, you're going to find somebody if you're not in a relationship or if you are in a relationship, that's going to appreciate that. And now you, now you have a pool for it. So it's like, we're just discovering what we can do and where, where we're going sexually. There, there, you know, There's but, a website. What is it? Farmersonly.com. Right. <laughs> so, we're, you know, there's something for everybody out there. So if you, if you can't find anyone, you're not, Christian, Christian, Christian Mingle, Mingle right? If you can't find somebody, you're not looking on the internet hard enough. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. I feel like that's kind of unless you're a, you're a grotesque, which um, I hate to talk about them like that, but um, you know what I'm talking about. There's <laughs> there's some people that are not they're not blessed, you know, in that area either. You know, we just talked about blessings and non blessings and different things. And some people look like they fell down the tree and they hit every ugly stick on the way down, bro. <laughs> And and listen, life life's not fair. And, I, man. and listen, life life is not fair, man. Life has not been fair to me entirely, and uh, hasn't been all my fault. So, um, listen, take it. And I didn't point no names out, so people need to chill out, right? So, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. I uh, hope you guys liked it. Leave us some comments. Leave us some suggestions. You could check us out on iTunes at Late Night Cipher X. 
You could check us out on Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. You could check us out on Anchor. Just type in Late Night Cypher X and you'll be able to communicate with us. Uh, we miss Stacy tonight. She has a unique quality to the show that we hope to have um, next week. Um, if not, we'll have a new little twist on it um, so we can uh, not look like creeps or anything. So we want to creep you guys out. We want to keep you guys back. But I think you guys can tell from our conversation that we have a good grasp of a, just a natural adult conversation type of uh, thing going on here. So I'm pretty sure that you guys will be able to tune in with us. And again, we also do another podcast um, that will be get, that will be back online January 14th. Starting then, we will have live episodes every Thursday night at at 9 p.m. Eastern time, talking about pop culture, science, technology, politics, yeah, and, it, and everything. And in that's between. something we've been doing for a couple of years now. We just, for whatever, right. you know, Facebook's going crazy, and we yeah, we, page we got um we got silence for a couple of weeks. It's the second time it's happened, so it's it's already it's already something yeah. we've been doing. So it's not like a new project. But yeah, check that out too. If you're listening to this, um, yeah, look for us uh, the middle of January on the live version. Absolutely. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Late Night Cypher X. We will see you next Friday at 8 a.m. or 10 p.m. Eastern time when you guys wake up in the morning. Uh, I say anytime starting 7 a.m. on. Go ahead and tune in. We'll be able to get you on your morning run or your drive to work or your workout or tune in when you get back for your nightcap, uh, you know, or to have a little bit of fun late night with a glass of wine and maybe a little bit of green having a good time. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah. And we'll, um, we'll see you guys next time on Late Night Cypher X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to have to start throwing yeah. those in there yeah. too. You guys take care. Thanks for tuning in. Night. Bye.